Hello, and welcome to Calls Home, an audio log of my time travelling. I am your guide, Les Cunnington. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate how many of you listened so far, especially those who gave me some good feedback. One little note I need to add from last episode. Um, My mum said that I should explain some of the acronyms I use for people that probably don't understand them, like DD. I think she meant D&D, which is a fantasy role-playing game that only the coolest people like to play. Calls Home is now available on a whole bunch of other listening apps. If you go to the Anchor link of anchor.fm forward slash Calls Home, you can choose your favourite podcast app, uh, click the link of your preferred one, and boom, subscribe, and you never have to deal with Anchor again. I have some sweet new intro music. This is by a band called Projector. Super cool UK band based down in Brighton. Thank you to them for letting me use their song I Am Shamed off their 2018 EP called How Does It Feel. They have a new single coming out. It's called Go Ahead and it's out on the 26th of April. Shit, I will be in New York then. Well, I will look forward to listening to your new single then, Projector. Their Instagram is at Projector Projector, so go check them out. I'm still home, but I've finished work. I'm getting super excited about my trip, which is in three weeks now. I spent over £1,000 on flights this week. It's all starting to feel very, very real. I wanted to get some more practice in, so I thought I'd do another little mini pilot episode with Scott. This is my call with Scott about my trip to Bournemouth. So it is 5.52 on the 2nd of April, 2019. I'm in Abbots Langley again. How's your day, Scott? It's been all right. I got a soggy foot. Uh, I've just been at work today. Oh, I remember when I used to work. Yeah, the minute you said that, I saw that coming. (laughs) Turns out you've quit quit your quite lucrative career um, for the life of... Of an unpaid podcaster. Yeah, I know. How's I know. that working out for you? I was a little bit nervous, you know, getting on the call today. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're so bloody famous. Thinking this, oh, well, you know, 50 over listens, 50. mate. 50. 50. Is it bang on 50? Bang on 50. Hasn't That's gone up impressive. in a couple of days. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to promote it. You've not been new on Twitter. Episode. Get a new episode out. You've not been hashtagging? No. You, you need to, like... I need to spam some I content. I don't know. Dab... That's what the kids do, right? <laughs> Dabbing gets you listeners. <laughs> um, you sent me a picture this weekend of, of what appeared to be some sort of empty-looking function hall just saying, me and my pizza homies. Yep. Where, um, where were you, what were you doing? Uh, I was at Jude's brother's birthday. Um, he'd hired out a function room Um but I think it had like two smoking areas, which tends to divide the masses somewhat. Yeah. And yeah. we were sat closer to the bar, but it was also close to the loud music. So I don't think there was many people there. There was a lot of people the other side of us, but then all those pizzas come out and I was like, yes. <laughs> sat in the right place. 
sat between the bar and five massive pizzas. I'm I'm good good for a minute here. That is the secret to any good event is finding out where the food's coming from. Well, that's true, that's you know. If you ever go to a fancy event like a wedding or like a dinner, always find the door that the canapes are coming from and you will always be first to receive said tasty canapes. See, I hear that's a bit of a thing in Vegas as well for the free drinks when you're gambling. Sit close to where the hostesses are coming out and uh, they'll... Always catch their eye. Yeah, exactly. I'm only saying that because I'm going to Vegas at the end of the year. Yeah, you are. That's very exciting. So I have a new new location added to my trip as of this week. Oh, okay. So I was trying to book flights, book my flight down to Bolivia, and I could not find a way to get it within like less than 30 hours at a reasonable price and I was figuring trying to figure out and I was talking to my sister about it and was just like I can't not do a 14 hour layover in Miami or spend over a thousand pounds and she was just like why don't you spend like two days in Miami (laughs) yeah yeah job done (laughs) (laughs) what a reasonable response (laughs) my, my compromise for saving money is that I now have to spend two days in Miami Oh, it's a hard life. It's fucking hard being me, mate. <laughs> I went to Bournemouth this weekend. Did you now? I did, yeah. Have you ever been to Bournemouth, Scott? Do you know what? I don't think I have. I don't even think I could point it out on a map. I've been a fair few times, I realised. I went a couple of years ago with two friends of mine, Callum and Hannah, for a fairly messy weekend. Um <laughs> It's a uni town, it isn't is it? It is a uni town. Yeah, yeah. that's that's where you can have a bit of fun. It has lots of good places to eat and drink. We went up on Saturday. Saturday was a glorious day. You know what? The weather was really good this <laughs> it weekend. It's ridiculously nice, considering how miserable it is today. We drove there from Salisbury, which only took about 45 minutes. Got to our hotel, which is the West Cliff Hotel. It's a nice, nice, I'd say medium-sized hotel, but it has a nice pool and spa. Nice. Which, you know, finished work, I need to relax before my stressful times ahead, so I thought, let's go away for a spa weekend. Hey, this would be the pool that I saw on the uh, Calls Home Instagram page, yeah, right? Calls there we go. Home Instagram page, at Calls Home. We got to the hotel a bit early, so we couldn't check in, so the, the weather was lovely, so we just went straight down to the beach. Um, nice. Only a 10 it- minute ten minute walk from the hotel. It was definitely beach weather. It was like. super beach weather. Couldn't believe it. We dug a hole. So one of Millie's objectives for the weekend, she very much left me to plan and organise this weekend, but she was just like, I just want to dig a hole in the beach. Well, it's a classic traditional thing, isn't it? You get to a big pit of sand and you're like, oh, i got to dig that. Yeah. I bought some spades with us, some beach spades. Yeah. And yeah, we dug a fairly good hole. Obviously- Here you go. Question then. Wooden handled spades or plastic? All right, yeah, plastic handled. Oh, okay. Plastic handle, but like a, a wooden, I want to call it a shaft. <laughs> wood shaft? Yeah, yeah. Wood a shaft, shafted. A, sh- a shaft of wood is, is probably the correct... The correct term, way to go. The, the correct terminology there. So you put your wooden shaft in a beach hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, did that, did that. But there were some kids watching. <laughs> oh, oh wow, yeah. No, I should have looked at these show notes a bit. Yeah, <laughs> this, this podcast has taken a dramatic turn. We got a fairly good hole going. About I reckon it was about three foot wide to give you enough space to dig. 
managed to, I reckon we hit about two and a half, three foot deep until we started nice. hitting water. Uh, Bournemouth Beach is quite a gradual slope, so it's not far until you get to sea level and it just starts filling up with water. But like I say, there were some kids getting very jealous near us and they were trying to dig holes with like tiny little shovels. So once we'd finished, we'd, we'd dug as much as we wanted to dig. I did let them borrow our spades so they could dig their own hole. Was their hole better after that? <laughs> Fuck off, was it? <laughs> the the grandmother of the children did say um one of them was saying oh, their holes better than ours and she <laughs> she she had to explain that it's because we've got bigger spades and it's because I'm a man and I was like oh no I'm a fucking grown up aren't I oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's when les realized he was a grown man playing in dirt oh, I, I didn't feel like a grown up at that time <laughs> After the whole digging, we got some ice cream, which was very nice. Oh, was it good? What kind? I had a Mr. Whippy. Yes. Um, but Millie got two different flavours, one of them being salted caramel. And she does claim that okay. she told me to read the board and look at the flavours. But did I? <laughs> no, no. Um, a little bit of lounging round. I read, I read a comic and a graphic novel this weekend. Nice. What did you read? It was Lock and Key, spell L-O-C-K-E and Key. And this issue is called Welcome to Lovecraft. Oh, okay. Um, so I've never read any of Lovecraft. Um, the, Cthulhu isn't in this one. That's all I know about Lovecraft. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, very good story about a family who moves across country into their old, like very classic haunted house. And, yes, magic keys open doors to special places. I don't really want to give away much in case anyone reads it, but it was oh. very, very good. I might might have to look into that once I've got through the the pile that I've got waiting for me. It was a gift. It was a gift from Alfred Salisbury, who directed us to the Dragonfly Bar in Edinburgh. Oh, good stuff. Spent some time on the beach and then uh, had some beer and chips afterwards. See, how were the chips? I've had varying success of chips at the beach because you think it's a British institution, fish and chips, it's going to be good. Um, but I think the worst one I ever had was actually in Brighton, which is tremendous let down. Was that the one, one of the ones by the pier, like on the pier? Yes, it was one of the touristy, trappy ones, yeah. Yeah, I think they're just churning them out. They are. So where, where the West Cliff is, um, it's a bit west of the main pier. So when you walk directly down to the beach, you're still about 15, 20 minutes walk away from the pier. So it's okay. a little bit quieter down there. So yeah, no, they're, they're okay. I don't remember being, them being the best chips I ever had, but they're all right. Then we walked down to the pier. We still had some time before we could check in. So we thought we'd just pick up our windbreak and spades and carry them down to the pier. Really nice promenade going all the way along the beach. Now, I can remember going to uh, Bournemouth before and not going along the pier because you had to pay for it. Oh, okay. Now, you can see in our notes that the cost to go on the pier is £1.12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cheaper than Tamworth Castle. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I can remember going, oh, I don't want to pay that money. £1.20, that's my limit, apparently. But if you go in March, <laughs> they don't charge you because it's not peak season. Wowzers. There you go, that's a travel tip right there. But to be honest, the pier, is the, the amusements, you can go in the amusements arcade before you go along the pier. 
And okay. Then, but along the pier is just like, like they've got a big zip line going down and like um, some climbing walls inside. But yeah, you get a nice view. But is it mm. worth one twenty? Probably. <laughs> we went in the amusements on the way back through well we went up the pier hoping there'd be some better amusements but there isn't we came oh. back down and went to the smaller amusements that are the main amusements had to go on the 2p machines Millie was disgusted that there are no 1p machines anymore oh really there are no oh, actually yeah, you know what? I think the last time I was at an arcade, there weren't. There was two ten and twenty p machines. Who's spending twenty p on twenty p machines? Uh, this was down in Teemouth, and there were some people that were furiously feeding those machines. Whoa. I don't know how you are good at two p machines, but somehow Millie is. Do you know what? Jude's the same. She's got I... a knack for it. How? Like I, we both got a pound of. I think we might have got two pounds of two p's. Mine were gone so quick, so, so quick. But, yeah, Millie's just seemed to last for ages. Do you think it's a, a, a patience thing? <laughs> and and <laughs> they're women, they have more patience. Well, or maybe they're more, they've got a bigger attention span than us. And we're just, and, just like, oh, shiny bells and whistles, arcade, let's go. Oh, time crisis. Like. Turns out you can't button bash a 2P machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. True. Um, I had to go on a Deadpool pinball machine. We walked back along the promenade to our hotel. We went down to the pool, yeah, the pool, um, out the front of the hotel, like in a big conservatory. It was very nice. We had a little swim. Well, merely had a swim. I just, like, laid in the water a bit. <laughs> Basically, just just a bath. <laughs> just, lied for, just lied in it for a bit. That's kind of a bit grim sounding. Yeah, I know. I lied down in a pool... Does that mean I had a bath? No. Did Was the pool a bath at that moment? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Technically. To, to, a, to a Roman standard, yeah. <laughs> had a little read by the pool. And then we went upstairs, got ready, had a cup of tea, and then went out for dinner. So I have already decided that this was my highlight of the weekend. Going out Can, I, can I just pause you there? Yeah. You're, you're a fan of a cup of tea. I am a fan of a cup of tea. What's your plan while you're abroad? You're going to be away for some time. Is mm. the standard of tea going to be acceptable? Are you going to do like my mother and pack a box of PG tips? I am definitely taking tea bags. I've already thought about this. Yeah, I am definitely taking tea bags. Um, I have business card boxes, which Ooh. you've seen me use for board game bits. Yes, Very fantastic handy. idea. Very fantastic. good perk of my previous job. But yeah, perfect for tea bag storage, I think. Nice, good, good, good. This, Another this, travel this, tip. This this cup of tea was Thai foo. Oh, how'd you feel about that? <laughs> red, red packaging, mate. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where he got me again. Yeah. So speaking of red things, we went to Ojo Rojo. What's that mean? Um, it means red eyes in Spanish. Oh. I have been to Ojo Rojo before in my previous trip to Bournemouth. It's yeah. a very good uh, Mexican restaurant. It looks really good. Yeah. Not, like, we were talking to the bartender there uh, called Harley. He was absolutely brilliant. Uh, but a lot of it's made from, like, reclaimed wood. I can see that on the first photo on their website. Yeah, lots of bits on there are all reclaimed. And, like, the scaffolding that they used to build the bar and stuff is all from the building work they had done. We arrived at 8 o'clock on a Saturday night to them saying it's an hour wait for food right now. 
Ooh, ouch. Uh, we were hungry. We were hungry. But we said that we, we'll sit at the bar and I thought maybe we'll get some nachos or something. So straight, I'm in a Mexican restaurant, so I had a margarita, of course. Good. Harley, our wonderful bartender, said, do we want a tequila or a mezcal marg? Now, mezcal, a lot of people probably heard of. It's made from the same plant, which is blue agave, but they smoke smoke it before they make drink with it. Mm. Um, I, see, I didn't know that. Ah, so you're learning. I'm learning. Like tequila, but it has a real smoky taste, like, you know, like a real smoky whiskey. Yeah. Mezcal margaritas were absolutely delicious. Harley did manage to hook us up with some nachos at the bar. Oh, solid, solid one, Harley. Yeah, yeah, honestly, great guy. I think he was my highlight of Portman. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine Millie stood there glaring at you, just staring at him, (laughs) hopefully. He was super dreamy. He had, like, long 90s curtains. (laughs) Yeah, great guacamole. Had, like, pomegranate and stuff sprinkled on top. It wasn't too chunky. It wasn't too smooth. Had the right tang to it. Solid guac. The table near the bar that we were eyeing up for ages, thinking, why is no one sitting there? We were told there's a wait. Was then free. Oh. Um, No show. No show. So we got to sit there. As we left, we're leaving the bar. Harley, my mate Harley offered to make us a drink and then bring it over um and i said yeah yeah make us something with mezcal in and he brought over this ridiculously great drink i didn't find out what it was called but it had mezcal cointreau and then like they make this like almost puree juice stuff that had almond coriander strawberry red chili and red pepper and a chili salted rim and it had a clear ice cube but like a giant one Um, right now, I don't know if you've ever seen the process for making clear ice. It's quite a process. No. Probably should have looked it up before I started recording with you. I can't tell you how they do it right now. <laughs> you've probably seen from our trips to Edinburgh that Millie takes a damn good photo. So while she's still around, I've I've been asking her to do the photography. Well, haven't been asking. She's she's just doing some great photography. <laughs> so we were seeing... she's, she's doing it, and you're just stealing it for your Instagram. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when we got these drinks, she went to go move the Yahtzee game into a good position next to the drinks, and then clear the back of the table. And as she was clearing the back of the the, the table for the photo, she moved the napkin into the candle. Oh no! <laughs> and suddenly things were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> My Yahtzee bag got a a bit burnt. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. I did win the game of Yahtzee, (laughs) specifically made a note of it this time. So Um, are you sure that she wasn't just a bit salty that she lost Yahtzee? She hadn't lost at that point, but I'm pretty sure she knew. (laughs) (laughs) She knew it was coming. Already had a Yahtzee in the bag, her top section wasn't going well. (laughs) Yeah, Harley, the bartender, I can keep talking about him, right? It's okay, it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> Told us that they, they have 137 different types of tequila and mezcals there. Wow, that is, that's quite that's a, a good, bar. Good collection, right? Yeah. I had squid tacos, Millie had mushroom tacos. How were the tacos? Tacos were really good, really, really good. The, it was like calamari tacos, absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. But like a thick, like almost like half a fish finger of squid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Like lots of little curlies, a big chunk. I like the sound of that. They were very nice. Very nice. We went to a bar afterwards, Smoking Aces, which I've been to before. 
um, on my last trip again. Just just wanted the nostalgia of last time I went. <laughs> I had an old fashioned. Uh, Millie had a whiskey sours. I was a bit disappointed. What in the old fashioned? In the cocktails, yeah. Last time oh. I went, the, the cocktails were absolutely amazing. But this time, old fashioned had been watered down a bit too much, and the whiskey sours wasn't sour enough. Oh, yeah, that is disappointing. Maybe it was just the bartender. Maybe just wasn't paying enough attention. But I've had really great drinks in there before. It is a really cool little bar, but not this time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've ordered old fashions in Leicester and had varying degrees of success. There was one with quite a substantial weight-free ice cube because he didn't want to put a square ice cube in it. He wanted to put a round ice cube in it. And it took a good 15 minutes for this <laughs> ice cube to be put in my drink. I wasn't happy about that. I mean, old fashions can take a long while to make. If they're made properly, it does take a while. But that's normally not because you're waiting for an yeah. ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. We then walked back to the Westcliff Hotel from there and went to bed. Sunday. The quality of the bed. Was the bed good? Bed was quite good. I fucking hate a feather pillow, mate. I just hate them. Yeah, yeah. Feather anything when I'm sleeping. That's so pokey. Yeah, pokey, heavy. If you're going to be soft, don't then sink down so hard that you become a solid. Mm -hmm. And and then I'm lying on my side, so if my head goes into two pillows, the big puffy end of the pillow starts suffocating me. I just hate them. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate hate feather pillows. But that's not their fault. I didn't didn't pre-warn them. (laughs) <laughs> I suppose that is fair. I don't think I'm going to have such luxury in the hostels I've been looking at. Well, that's Go true. On. I mean, you might want to roll up a few jumpers. And yeah, you... I think I'm going to get an inflatable pillow just as might at least a base layer. Nuzzle... Might be easier just to nuzzle the duck rather than, you know, get its feathers in a case. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Um, so when we checked in, they offered us breakfast. I asked if it was a buffet. And it was a buffet, and it was £10, so I thought I'd say yes. Yeah, I don't mind a buffet breakfast, you know? Don't mind a buffet breakfast. And I thought, by the time we've gone for breakfast, had something nice, and then had a coffee as well, easily uh-huh. going to be at least a tenner. But yeah. if it's at the hotel, I can stuff my face. It's true. Um, good little selection. Had a croissant with some ham and cheese, bowl of cocoa pops, and then a fry-up. Nice. Nice. Um, Millie, obviously being a vegetarian, got some veggie sausages. They were pretty cool. They were like almost uh, a rolled, fried, uh, bubble and squeak. Okay. A little bit of cheese in there. She enjoyed them. Yeah. So then we went to Durdle Door. Durdle Door. Ever been to Durdle Door? That's nice. That's quite an interesting name. Durdle Door is a natural limestone arch on the Jurassic Coast near Lulworth in Dorset, England. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was just doing some reading about it. So where there is sediment in the land of different layers of different types of rock, the limestone layer erodes faster than the than the chalk. So the main cliffs are all made of chalk. And then the limestone, this part of it, juts out adjacent into the sea and has eroded into a large archway. Oh, that's really cool. Very photogenic, looks very nice. And it was a yeah. lovely day on Sunday as well. It always helps. So there is a car park right next to Durdle Door. Did we park in that one? No. Of course you did. Oh. No. No, we parked <laughs> in Lulworth, which is a good, like, 
20 minutes, half hour walk. And last episode, you may have noticed, I cut out a lot of me bitching about walking up and down hills. <laughs> you never guess what this was. <laughs> Just Let me guess, there was an up and over and then a back down again? There was, there was. I hated the walk up. And then it wasn't until the walk back where I was standing at the top looking out and I was like, you know what? Sometimes it is worth walking up a hill. Well, you know, you, you, sometimes it's worth it for the view, isn't it? Is this is this the epiphanies that I'm going to get travelling? Possibly. Sometimes it's worth walking up a hill. <laughs> I'm becoming wiser. Becoming wiser already, Scott. I can feel it. Becoming wiser. We walked back over to Lulworth and then we went to Jake's Homemade Ice Cream. Oh, okay. Had an ice cream. It was very good. How did Jake do? Yeah, nailed it. Nailed good. it. Oh. Ice, ice cream was good. Um, I had clotted cream fudge and a chocolate orange. Oh, that does sound good. Normally, normally I'd go for a tub, but the waffle cones were so wide that I thought, <laughs> I want that yeah. waffle cone. See, I do like a good waffle cone. Yeah, and you like wide enough that you can just eat it with a spoon. It's not dripping everywhere. Yep. Brilliant. We then drove back to Bournemouth. Walked through Bournemouth. It's like kind of boring shops. Like just standard high street has taken over. Oh, and nothing really. No independent no, boutique. No, yeah, I don't know. I think Millie thought it would be a bit more like Brighton y, and it's, it's really not. Yeah, but I suppose with Brighton, you've got to go, I don't want to say a bit out of the way, but it, it's. You know, you you've got to look for like things like is it the lanes the in lanes, Brighton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you you you've still got your high street with your with your super yeah, drug and your true. millets on it. Right? Does millets still exist? Yeah, millets still exist. I haven't seen one for a while. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's one in Leicester. Yeah, it is. I need to buy a sleeping bag. Actually, maybe millets is the way to go. Oh, well, there Probably you go. Not, I bet it's cheap online. <laughs> <laughs> and then the high Hold street it. died. Come, come complains that there's no independent <laughs> shops, buys things on Amazon. So after we'd gone around the shops complaining that they're all just generic high street shops, we went for an early dinner of a pizza in Frankamanka, which is steadily becoming one of these generic high street restaurants. <laughs> he complains again. Maybe Millie should have set fire to your soapbox as well. As you <laughs> um... Had a chorizo pizza with some Stilton and chilli dip. Stilton okay. dip was very, very that, nice. That sounds pretty good, actually. Then we walked back down through... Oh, the lower gardens. The lower gardens of Bournemouth are very nice. Um, like, Bournemouth, obviously, seaside, so then all, everything coming off of it is quite hilly. But almost yes. in, like, a valley leading up the hill, they have some lovely gardens. It's very, very, oh, okay. very busy on Sunday. Sunday was Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I was away for. Such such a good son. I'm taking her for afternoon tea tomorrow. (laughs) Went for afternoon tea today as well. Wow. (laughs) The life of the unemployed. Yeah, I know, right? So then walk back through there uh, to then walk along the seafront back to the hotel because we thought no point walking through just the normal streets. We're at the seaside. Walk along the seaside. Um, We... Played some skee ball in one of the amusement arcades along the seafront. So I won. Again, making sure <laughs> I note it as you questioned me last time. 
<laughs> and but we you know like ticket machines like arcade you win tickets yeah for so i paid a pound a pound for us both to play ski ball you get i won 30 tickets together with both of our games and that equates to one one drumstick and one flying saucer <laughs> oh wow that's a that's bad quite, economy that's quite a conversion right there I walked back along to the hotel um, getting light a little bit later because the clocks had just changed. Yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? It is nice. Yeah, looking outside now, it's still still a little light. It's still quite a bit light here. Oh, you're further north though, aren't yeah. you? We know, that, we know how that changes. <laughs> Sunday evening we went, so because the main pool was being drained... Probably sunk because not because I had a bath in it the <laughs> night before. I was, was going to say there's all these soap suns in there. <laughs> um, we got free access to the hotel's spa, which usually would be an eight pound supplement. Whoa, which is well over your one pound thirty odd budget <laughs> to do anything fun. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do traveling? Just stayed in. Everything was just one pound forty. <laughs> Just stayed in, ate a lot of 50 cent noodles. <laughs> but yeah, the spa was nice, it was downstairs. Um, the water was a little bit cold, but there was a sign on reception saying they'd topped it up recently and that's why it's a bit cold. So the jacuzzi wasn't great because a cold jacuzzi isn't a fun jacuzzi. Um, no, that's true. But they had a steam room, which not the biggest fan of because I wear glasses and that they, they don't go well together. No. Also, like... This the the steam room and the sauna, I just don't like them. Yeah, I'm not a fan of steam rooms. My parents have got well, this sounds really like rich, but <laughs> my parents have got like a kind of like steam room in their bathroom. It's like a all in one shower pod. My dad got it to help with his arthritis, and he used it once, and he's just like being trapped in like a really warm cupboard. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan. But like not breathing's difficult. Like I've got asthma anyway, so it's not a good idea to go in one. But like breathing through my nose, but like feels like it's burning my nose. Yeah. There was an aromatherapy room. Okay. Which was like question mark. A steam room that wasn't steamy, wasn't too hot, just had some nice smells in. Okay. Still like tiled seats so not comfortable <laughs> yeah that's the other thing they're not comfortable at all are they no yeah so we wanted to go down to the spa and relax and like re- do some more reading still hadn't finished my comic at this point but there's no like loungers down in the in the spa there's loungers by the pool but there's not loungers down in the spa but there is a relaxation room but it's dark in there so you can't read <laughs> didn't didn't fancy whipping out like your phone Phone light. <laughs> Don't think it would have gone down well. <laughs> Went back up to our room. We had to rebook our Airbnb for New York because one of our Airbnbs cancelled because of repairs. Like, so, do you? I assume you've you've used Airbnb quite a bit. I think I've used it twice. Not directly me booking it, but I I get so the people I went to Bournemouth with Hannah and Callum. We've been to Brighton twice. Both times using Airbnbs and both times having a very good experience. Yeah, see, my brother used it when we went to Portugal and it was kind of fine. Like, it was very missold to us. They put a lot of, like, fake pictures online and were <laughs> like, oh, uh, no, there's a problem with that one. But it just so happens we have this other Airbnb that's available oh. for your exact date. 
for the 12 of you like it's not even a small amount of people to fit in that's quite an ask like so it was like yeah that was a bit run down but jude's had a lot of issues with it she's booked stuff and just before her trips it's been cancelled she got to san francisco literally got off the plane and then just got a message saying yeah i've cancelled you fuck that's such a dick move Uh, isn't it it was like 12 at night as well (laughs) oh my god yeah so she had a bit of a bit of a stress about that yeah Um, so i've been thinking about book like i'm already getting nervous of being annoyed by people in hostels even though like i definitely won't because i love people in hostels yeah of course you will but sometimes i might think i want some me time book an airbnb but yeah this it's not it's not selling it to me well again you know if something like that happens you just have to stop take a breath and then just figure out what your options are really i mean a lot of places last minute accommodation isn't a problem it might just cost a little bit more well, I mean, I've <laughs> I've slept in some questionable places in my time. <laughs> I spent a night in Birmingham New Street Station once, you know. Didn't you live in Luton for a while? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that's top of the list. But, um, you know, it's it's all part of the adventure, really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's stories. Get some good stories, stories to tell. out of it. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, no, nothing really happened that Sunday night. We just chilled. It was nice. Nice to just actually finally sit down and relax. Booked, booked a few flights, uh, finished my comic, and that was it. Did you enjoy it overall? I did. I did. Overall, it was exactly what I wanted. I wanted to go somewhere, unwind for my stressful time ahead, and, yeah, just chill out, go somewhere nice. And the weather. The weather made it. Yeah, the weather was gorgeous, wasn't it? Yeah, the weather was absolutely amazing this weekend, and I think without that, it would have been a bit like I don't know. The spa wasn't everything it lived. I was hoping it would be. Is it getting you uh, all sort of hyped for doing your adventures and and travelling across yeah, America? Yeah, so fucking excited now. Ridiculously excited. Especially now that you've uh, booked all your flights and stuff. That's yeah. Spent loads of money recently, so I've got to go now. <laughs> yeah, very excited. It comes. It comes with. Waves of sadness, obviously leaving Millie is very stressful for me, and probably her as well at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it it will do, but you'll you'll get through it, and you'll, once you're on the other side of it, it'll, it'll strengthen you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We know oh. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. That. Yeah. Scott, now I'm going to ask you what's happening in the UK. Okay. But I know, I know you've got prep, but... I just want to say, then we're going to do Alton Towers next week. Um, I need you to bring a clunker for that one. I need you to swing and a miss for the next one because I think your last one was so good. I've had lots of good feedback about people looking up other stuff. <laughs> um, and I think really? you're, you're setting the bar too high. So I think people coming on, I'm asking lots of people to do this call with me. I don't want them to feel the pressure. Hey, fuck that. This is my <laughs> for it. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised actually because Warren didn't mention anything about that. My brother listened to the episode and he didn't say a thing about the Atherston ball game. So I'm going to have to have words with him about that. It's because he already knows about it. Well, that's true. <laughs> he already knows about it. He's like, oh, Scott, shut up. He was like, I was there. What are you on about? That was me, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Warren. <laughs> What's happening in the UK? Okay, this one this week is actually coming up spring bank holiday which is the end of may so you know you've got time to book it and check into it it's a tradition that potentially 
has roots from the pagan times. Um, there's a quote from the Sydney Morning Herald that I want to start with. Okay. <laughs> describing the event. 20 young men chasing a cheese off a cliff and tumbling 200 yards to the bottom yes. where they are scraped up by paramedics and packed off to hospital. Yes, coming up is the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling event in, yeah. in Gloucester. This is the pinnacle of exactly what I want this segment to be. <laughs> it's it's fantastically British. Um, when we were talking about the podcast and talking about this section, this is what I had in mind. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's one of those really weird events that, like I say, there's there's two origins to it that could be potentially true. One is that it's a pagan festival and a ritual of chasing down I don't know, food and stuff. <laughs> and the other one was it's it's just a dispute over farming rights in the area. They settle it. They settle it. I'm going to roll down this hill quicker than you, and if I get to the button, the grazing rates is mine, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, just throw themselves off a cliff. <laughs> Chase the cheese. Chase the cheese. Chase uh, that cheese. Again, it's one of those ones. Get on YouTube. I'm sure you'll find plenty of footage of, of people just... And I it's great. I've seen, yeah, always... I've seen it. it vivid, vividly in my mind. It's horrific and brilliant. You always get that one person that manages to run for so long. They almost get there and then their legs just go under them. <laughs> it's just like the rolling. original jackass. <laughs> At least Jackass were trying to get famous. These guys are just after cheese. Does someone win? I know I asked this about the Atherston Ball game. Does um, someone win? I'd imagine someone wins a cheese. Yeah, because it's kind of a race. If you go on Wikipedia, there is a list of people that have won. Oh, so you get your name on Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Race one last year was won by Chris Anderson. Race two was Christopher... Sorry for butchering this. Paraparis? Paraparis? Race three, which was the ladies' race, was Flo Early. And then race that four... sounds like a grand national horse name. <laughs> was, race four was Chris Anderson. So, yeah, some years some years they do, do five. Wait, so the uh, last year, three people called Chris won. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? According to Wikipedia, in 2017, in all three of the men's event, Chris Anderson won them all. Fucking hell, Chris Anderson is a <laughs> fucking pro. He won two in 2018, three in 2017, two in 2015. <laughs> Boy's got legs on him, I'll give him that. He just wants that cheese. He wants that cheese. 2013 and 14, bad years for him, but 2012, he won He won two again, and 2011, and oh, 2010. Man, get, get him oh, in the is Olympics. Is he the only person doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I've got another one for next week, but now you've scared me. I might, I might roll it back, but woof, woof, it's a good one. No, keep it, keep it, keep the pressure on. Yeah, yeah. On. Thanks for being my call home this week, Scott. And remember, if you want that cheese, you better take down Chris Anderson. Oh no, it's Chris Anderson. He's heard me talking smack about him. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Just get KO'd by a wheel of cheese. Bye. Bye.